Kayanos, fresh tongues. Kayanos, fresh tongues. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain. Kayanos! If you turn to the book of Isaiah chapter 3, what we notice there is a man of God that have not experienced the refining fire. Meanwhile, he has seen the anointing. See, one of the worst things that will happen to you, have you noticed, is for you to touch the anointing. Meanwhile, your heart has not yet been purged and sanctified by the refiner's fire. Every ministry you offer from that standpoint is tainted and corrupted. Your stream and river is not pure. Do you know the implication of that? Anybody that drinks from your fountain is at risk of contamination. Now, there are two things God is going to give to you. You know, I heard one of my friends, he said, this day, all we need to do is to drink. We don't care where the thing is coming. Just be drinking. My brother, don't drink anything. No. Certain rivers are contaminated. What you will become, we will not know if you continue to drink that source. Because even though it's a river, contaminated. When you stay long enough under that tutelage, what will happen is that, haven't you noticed, you sit under some people and you start struggling. That means that, you know, you know this story. That means that there is a river you are drinking from. There is another thing God is going, going to do for you. It's not just that he will place. I'm trusting God to put a seed in your heart. You know what is a seed? A seed is what seeds what comes in. Eh? The purifier, purifying fire is not just to purify what is there. It is to purify what we enter there. Are you getting the point now? So when new streams are brought onto your heart, the fire begins to cook it. Until what is not necessary in what they are giving you will be casted away. And then the needed will come in. The man of God, Isaiah, was preaching in the book of Isaiah chapter 3. He came, he said, Woe unto this nation. He began to prophesy because he was anointed to do so. He began to teach and do ministry. Meanwhile, he has not experienced the refiner's fire. So, as far as he's concerned, it only takes anointing to do the work of God. What he doesn't know is that real ministry is the breaking of the inner man when the soul is cracked. It was Paul that said that when I come, I will not only minister to you the word of the grace. He said, who will also minister to you? Our souls. That means the soul can be transformed and refined to the point that it can become a flowing river. So that when you come in contact with men beyond the words that you are telling them, a life flows into them. You must understand that anytime you come in contact with meetings, any place you come into, anything you listen to, something flows into you. Part of the time you are struggling is because, let me tell you, most of your strength is because something flowed into you. And most of your weakness is because something flowed into you. That is why God must bring a seed into your heart. So that any time, all these things flying everywhere. You are not getting my point. The Bible says that this is why the fivefold was instituted. So that after everything, that men will not be moved and tossed about by every wind of doctrine. Something inside you is a stabilizer, a buffer. Something that has the capacity 
to see what is good and not. The Bible says you will hear a voice behind you say, Take this part, take this part. It's a seed. Men are no more carried. Because some people will leave this meeting and still that, that 10 p.m. call you receive from that guy, you, you will still receive it. Do you know why? There is still something inside you still calling for that thing. The fire will burn it. Suddenly you will lose taste. Has it happened to you before? Things that you used to, you can't do without them. Something born. And then you lost the capacity to lust after them. The pain of our generation is men that are anointed. And then their heart is not yet pitched. What happens is that their river is contaminated. Let me tell you, judgment, one of the worst judgment that can come to people is people that do ministry without being pitched. Are you with me now? And when we mean pitched, it's not just immoral things. There are many things that need to be. That's why anytime we come, our first business is to present our heart to God. David says, such my heart. And no. If there be any evil way, do you know what he's saying? He said that me, I even lack the capacity to search myself. Because I can look at myself and in my own judgment, I will seem okay. Haven't you noticed? Sometimes, are you with me now? Even men cannot see. Sometimes I've seen, haven't you noticed? Some people go, they will say this person is very humble. But between you and God, he knows you are proud. Between you and God, he knows you are very, very proud. See, don't use men's evaluation. Are you with me? Bible says that men sees outward. God is the one that looks on the heart. Now, I don't want to go into pride, but concerning pride, there are three manifestations of pride. The least is the one that people call pride. The least. Do you know the least? The Bible calls it the proud look. Say proud look. Proud look is the one people see. Maybe you are walking like this. People say, this guy is proud. Haven't you seen it? Maybe you are walking like this. They say, this guy is proud. Maybe the way you talk confidently, you carry yourself. That one is just the look. There is the one the Bible calls say, the prideful heart. Say prideful heart. That is the dangerous one. Because in the heart, that is where business is conducted. Eh? The proud look is what affects people. The pride heart is what affects God. That is why you notice some of those people you think they are proud. By look. You see them doing serious business with God. Because it is simply a look. Even though that one needs to be corrected too. So that you will be able to interact with fellow human beings. I need you to know that it is not enough for God to know that you are okay. Men need to know that you are okay too. Because the, the outburst of your fellowship with God is supposed to touch men. Now, if those men you are supposed to touch are not being able to come in contact with what you have. Then the essence of your fellowship has been defeated. Because the reason why you fellowship is that you minister to men. The life that you have been able to download in the place of fellowship. That means that there are somehow you have to come to a point where men will accept what you want to give to them. Now meanwhile, the, the, the one in the heart is the one that God accepts. So you can see me like this and go ballet on the ground. Meanwhile, you are standing up. In your heart, you are like this. Who is this guy? The reason why I'm bending to you now, you don't know me in the next two years, even you, you will be kneeling down for me. Have you not seen it? There are men of God you are greeting. Say, let me greet the person, make people not talk. Say, tomorrow now, all of us, we are the same thing. You are greeting the person, sir, sir. But in your heart, 
you are saying, is it not this? That one, is, that one is the real sin. That one can make progress. That is the one that God looks upon. The fire of God have to reach that place and begin to take it away and begin to take it away and begin to take it away until your stream is pure. When you minister to people, what they will see is something that is so pure that their life can be changed in one moment. Now, let me tell you. Let me tell you what you don't know. If, if they allow you time to learn what it takes to pray the way you are praying now, it will take you 10 years, minimum of 10 years to learn anything. Now, you can now say, I'm a giver. Are you with me? Before you say, I'm a giver, you must have done it for 10 years consistently, non-stop. Before you say, I, I can pray now. I know I have a prayer. Or you must have done it for 10 years. How many years have you done your own? What you don't know is that what you are carrying is somebody else's level. Are you with me now? The person positioned himself in such a way that his life can flow through you. And that is, it is um, a civilization, an infrastructure in the family. And I hope you know that the family is a microcosm of the kingdom. So, one of the things that God instituted in the family system of the kingdom, I hope you know that God is a father king. That means it's a family of kings. Are you with me now? So when you want to understand the things of God, if God wants to minister to you personally, He talks to you in family setting. If He wants to minister to the territory, He will not talk to you as a family. So you must understand when God is talking as a family man. And when God is talking as a king. If you don't know it, you will make a lot of mistakes in your work with God. You will not know that the God that loves you the way he loves you is also a consuming fire. You must learn the balance. Are you with me now? Now, when you come into a family setting, one of the things that God instituted in a family setting to make sure that man does not labor, is here, there are things that take 20 years. No matter how you do it, it will take 20 years. Even spiritual things to accomplish. Do you know the implication? If they allow you to get it, the next 20 years, you just got one. The next 20 years, before you have got, you need at least 12 to deliver on your destiny. Meanwhile, it takes 20 years to get one. Are you sure you are going to do it in your lifetime? So that is why the Bible said that a good father does what? Lay it up treasure. Because he understands that if it's true that my children will succeed tomorrow, at least I need to pay school fees. Imagine if you, the child gets born and started struggling for school fees. By the time he's able to feed himself first, and then was able to clothe himself, and then get a house, and then talk about stupid. That is why you see people roaming in the north or east or anywhere. The reason is because there is no father position. The father, the, the father is not. Are you with me? Father is not getting somebody pregnant. The word father means source and sustainer. So if you cannot sustain somebody, you are not a father. So this is what God instituted in the family setting of the kingdom so that men will be brought into higher realms without without being without their journey being prolonged. That infrastructure is called inheritance. Say inheritance. So this is what God does. He knows that you need to break into your destiny in the next three years. What does he do? He brings you into an inheritance of prayer. Are you with me now? 
the water of prayer that it takes for you to prosecute your destiny is large. And for you to develop that capacity, it will take you another 10 years. So what does God do? He brings you into an inheritance. And once you come into that economy, something that takes 10 years to do, God will give it to you in 6 months. Sometimes in one meeting. And then you leave that meeting, begin to function. You that can't pray for one hour, begins to pray for 3 hours. Is, are you a magician? It's an inheritance. There's a river that flows. And then men drinks it and becomes, they, they, are, they are transformed and becomes the content. When river flows into you, it has a, it has a purpose. It makes out of you that thing that has been encoded in it. Sometimes it's rivers of prayer, rivers of power, rivers of purity, rivers of fire, rivers of finance, rivers of wisdom. Whenever it enters into you, you that used to be, you have open hand. Then you drink of that river. And then you become wise. When my father sent me the first time to go and pass to a branch church some years ago, there are many elders that they, what he told me, the reason why he told me I'll be able to manage it is not because I'm anointed. You know what he told me? He said that I'm wise. I should go and manage it. You know, when your father tells you you are wise, believe it, you are wise. Now me, I don't know I'm wise though. I don't look like it's a river. I was not always like that. When you drink of an inheritance, you shorten your journey. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Your journey can be very, very far if you don't know how to take advantage of the things that God has instituted in the kingdom. And let me even tell you, if God has made something available in your vicinity, if you like travel to America, you will come back with nothing. Are you the last that will bring back the king? I'm telling you the truth. When you pray, oh God, oh God, you fast for 1,000 days. Die your fasting, fast for 1,000 days and say, oh God, let this thing happen. When you finish, you know what God will do? I have answered your prayer. Even God will follow you and say, in Jesus' name. And then as soon as you wake up, you open WhatsApp, the first thing you see is the flyer of this program. It means that the answer to your prayer, what you are struggling to do, somebody is living it daily. Are you a foolish person? Now, you can decide to dig your own well for the next 20 years. By the time you are through, <laughs> I went for a minister's training at Enugu. 2017, and I went there. Then the man of God was, was under anointing. He said, We are the youth that we enter into the campus. Come on, come on, come on. He did his hands. People went under power. People went under power. And then he said, Come, come. And then an elderly man that is, is the something came. He said, Oga, go back. We are not looking for people like you. Your time has passed. Believe it or not, at 65, there are things you can do. There are things you can do at 65. Before you have finished climbing these stairs, there are things you can do. You better do something. Or the Bible says, "Be you, you bear your yoke when you are young." There are things you, you can't fast for forty days. You can't do it later. Do it now. Bear it. 
me. I, I will pray if it's what it takes for me to enter my destiny. I won't pray by, by my clock. I won't pray for three hours. I will pray until my destiny comes. If it's fasting, I won't fast because I fasted 40 days. I will fast until my destiny comes. If it takes giving, I would I would give I would give it, I would give my clothes. Meanwhile, something must happen. Something must happen. You are not desperate yet. Right? He just has there for three days. He want God to fall down from heaven for you. You are joking. That same man that came in chapter 3 and was saying whoa, whoa unto people. Haven't you noticed? On social media. Have you not noticed? A lot of preachers are there. They are preaching. They are preaching. There is one that is preaching. If you see what he was saying, I say, wow, wow. Only for the person to come in box and tell me, sir, masturbation is killing me. I'm dying. In fact, as I'm talking to you now, I was on a three days fast. As I finished the fast, I used a, a new round to close my fast. As he's finishing, you know when you finish fast, three days dry, you now use masturbation to close it. The devil is a wicked devil. And do you know why he will, he will allow you to come to the on the third day? That's when he will come on the last day. Because if he comes on the first, you say, ah, let's stop. He will come on the last day. To make you, you know what he's trying to do? To tell you that fasting is not powerful. So I have heard many people say, sir, I have prayed, nothing has changed. I have fasted, nothing has changed. Eh? Eh? Do you know what Satan is trying to do? He's trying to deceive you. Eh? But it's a lie. It's a lie. Nah, but that's not my point. My point now is that those people will come and put and say, if you, have, if you don't pray, if you don't fast, you will continue to be in this. Your, your destiny will not. These are men that is trying to do ministry. Meanwhile, they have not been pushed and purified. Like Isaiah in chapter 3, they are saying woe unto many nations. Meanwhile, their own, they, they have not even seen themselves. Meanwhile, there are people that now struggle with some of these things that I'm saying. But as far as God is concerned, there are many packages, besetting sins, weight. Sometimes it's not sins, sometimes it's weight. Weight. It has to go. So by the time we are now getting to chapter 6, I think I need to show you Isaiah chapter 6, verse 5. Before I go to what I have to show you this morning. Isaiah chapter 6 verse 5. One within me, spirit you take over. Holy fire, born upon us. Holy fire, born upon my heart. From within me, spirit you take over. Holy fire, born upon I will show you a secret this morning. Now, I'm still coming to that. Now, there are some people that came in into environments like this. And then the fire of God came. Some things happened to them. And then that thing broke. They noticed that for three weeks, they did not do anything. The thing did not hold them again. Do you know what they did? They said, ah, I'm now free of. Then they started watching. What are those movies that you know that 
these movies are portals into immorality. These movies are portals into bitterness, portals into violence, portals into pride. When you wash it for some time, wash it. After some time, the thing will do in your heart. Hey, is it back? You now go and start fasting. What you don't know is that you have been falling for the past two weeks. It's just that you have not noticed it. This one you just saw now is just the physical evidence. The fall started long ago. The fall of the believer is not mostly from. It is gradual. It is gradual. The, one, the sound you heard is the final fall. The real one started when you, your fire stopped burning on your altar. I will show you. I will show you how you will defeat Satan forever. You want to know? I will show you. The life, the Christian life is supposed to be a victorious Christian life. You are not supposed to be powerful only in meetings like this. You are supposed to be powerful all the time, anywhere, anytime, any place. It's a victorious life. It's an overcoming life. Somebody read verse 5 for me. Let me show you. Now wait. My sister. The prophet used to say, Woe to his neighbor. What now happened to him? And he now said, What? I think some of us need to say, Woe to me. For I am undone. All these things I'm saying is to portray what my sister spoke about. What we have is many men that are undone. And because you are undone, you will not properly represent the kingdom of God. See, when Moses came out, and he, sometimes, you know, he will, some of the things he's doing, that's what we have to stay on, because this is the way God works. He will come and, as you are yielding to him, he will be working on you more and more. The, the day you stop yielding, he will stop working. In fact, before you start yielding, you have to acknowledge first that you are weak and you have issues. My issue might not be your issue. You see, all this thing I'm talking about, immorality, there are people that don't even know what it means. I was talking to somebody who was like, how, does, how do people even watch pornography? How do they, they don't? And I looked at him, I laughed. One of the things that can bind a man and keep you like, like a puppy. You know what is a puppy? Stop, stop. The, the person will stay like this. One of the things that can do it to you is pornography and masturbation. A great man of God will be very, very, we can be humbled by that. Thing. And then after some time, you start questioning your call. God, if you called me, let this thing stop. As you finish the prayer, you do another one. So that Satan will want you to think that God doesn't call him. Anyway, I'm not going there. But one of the major things that happens for you to be delivered, there are four levels of deliverance on that matter. Four levels of deliverance. One of them is that something has to happen to your mind. You need to know that where Satan built that stronghold is on the mind. Now, let me tell you. There are demons, there is deliverance. The first part is repentance. The second one is deliverance. Deliverance is where there is a demon behind that act. Why am I saying this thing? Somebody needs it. Let's continue small. Now, there is a demon behind that act. Eh? Then you come to me. Or you can do it yourself. Depending on the level you are, 
There is a level you are, you can't do it for yourself. You need to get somebody that you can trust involved. But there is a level it is, you can do it for yourself. Eh? Now, that second level is deliverance. You know what is deliverance? You now command the devils of immorality, perversion, lost, to leave your soul. Eh? Sometimes, as you are making that prayer, depending on how deep you are in it, Satan will be doing as if he doesn't want to go. doesn't want to go. Continue making the prayer. Commanding. In fact, pray in understanding. Don't pray in tongues. Leave. 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 When you have done it for some time, stand in faith. Those demons have left. So don't stop there. The real work is not even casting those devils. The real work is your mind. Transformation. Let me tell you what Satan does. When the greatest tool eh? the greatest tool in the subconscious realm is the mind and the way God builds himself into man and Satan builds himself into man is in the mode of what we call strongholds say strongholds now let me tell you there are strongholds that God has built into you eh? so that when you come into the spirit you don't need to you don't when you come in there there are some people that when they see me in the spirit you don't need to ask i'm in a particular mode if you are weak in that place my brother you are weak you can come here and somebody was praying with me one time when we are doing you service he held my hand you know when we gather like this let me warn you some of those brothers holding your hand and be like this. They are doing it for the camera. When we finish, they will be looking for their picture on Facebook. We won't put your own. We won't put your own. Now, let me tell you. Some of them are doing it. Nothing, just like my sister, nothing is happening. Somebody held my hand when I was doing you. I'm shaking me like this. I'm fasting. Don't break my hand. Now, now, now. Somebody will now come and start praying like this. That's not what I mean. What I mean is, make sure there is substance in what you are doing. If you like, let me even tell you. I have prayed. Some of you know how I pray. In fact, when I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. It seems as if I'm coming down now. Those days, I pray on the seats. Once I start prayer, I will climb on the seats. A special anointing will come. Oh my God. When I pray, I'm a possessed man. Literally. The person you are seeing is not a human being. It will seem as if God gives me the strength of 1,000 men. So, what I'm doing is the job 1,000 people can do. When people like us pray, all of you gather together cannot generate the same prayer power I generate as a human being. That's why you don't feel like praying. When you come here, you start praying. You think it's your prayer this thing. No, something overshadowed you. If you think I'm lying, leave now after three days. Don't go and continue cooking this thing. You will notice you'll come back to normal. Meanwhile, you have been praying for three days and it's sweet. Is it not sweet? I used to see this sister. She's enjoying herself. That thing, if you don't know how to incubate it, you will now notice that what you prayed with is corporate anointing. That your own has not been crystallized. When you leave that environment, you return to zero.
Do you know some months after, a guy met me and was crying on the ground and was repenting. I said, I thought we are all prayer warriors. Touch your neighbor, say, I thought we are all prayer warriors. My sister, everybody has what he came for. Look for your own. Look for your own. Look for your own. When we get to heaven, will you stand and say, It Where is uh, You came with him, Abby. You say, You and Samuel came together. They are not aware. As far as they are concerned, you came alone. In heaven. It is me and men that knew you came alone. The ones in heaven, the mortals, they are, your destiny is what they are seeing. In fact, they are not seeing you the way you are shaped physically. Eh? Yeah. Don't want to go there. Meanwhile, it seems as if I will touch some things in higher realms. So that I will steer your heart to bigger things. You know why we speak about higher things sometimes? So that your heart will be steered here. There is what we call deeper life. It's not a church. Deeper life is not a church. Deeper life is a reality in God. That there are deeper and higher things. Paul was speaking. He said that you might know what is the length, the width, the depth, and the height. That means that you can dip into it. Now, these possibilities were not normal in the old covenant. Eh? Because there is only one way man can dip into God. Can dip and dip into God. It is by the Holy Ghost. The Bible says, who knoweth the mind of God except the Spirit? It is when the Holy Ghost that leads us, then we enter into the things of God. So when we come into matters like even though we are in life, you still need to be educated, taught. You still need to press in into life so that you will experience all the riches thereof. Certain levels, dimensions, and realms, you can only see some things manifest. I'm coming to touch them. So when a man comes and hears these dimensions and the experiences that back it up, with the authority with which we teach what we teach. Because it's beyond revelation. There is high with me. When Jesus teaches, they will say, This man does not teach by knowledge. He also teaches by what? Say authority. So you can teach by knowledge. You can also teach by authority. So people can know that beyond what this person is saying, that there is an experience that is backing what he's saying. Heaven has sanctioned him. To begin to speak the way he's speaking. It is from this that they spoke about Jesus and said, Hear ye what? Him. Meanwhile, before they said, This is my beloved son. When they said, This is my beloved son, was, when, was not when they said, Hear ye him. So you will be the beloved son for long. And then when they have satisfied you, then they will now make you a voice. And one of the signs that a man has become a voice is the authority with which he speaks. So that even when you don't like him, you cannot deny that this one speaks on behalf of God. Because what he's doing, he speaks by a knowledge, insight, revelation, understanding that you have not even seen. Even though you are reading that scripture, he will bring it to a point where it is applicable to your life. Suddenly you will begin to see yourself in what he says. finish that place we are reading. Now wait, wait. You know some of you are 
we are new creation realities people. Me, I'm one too. But there is such a thing as woe unto me. My brother, there is such a thing as woe unto me. Me, not others. Woe unto me. In fact, should I even tell you, the men that are qualified to say woe unto people are people that have said woe unto them for long enough. Then those matters that God has dealt with you on will become the basis of your life and ministry. Have you seen a man that he can pray and he's talking about prayer? Something in your spirit will know he is lying. He's saying everything correct. Everything he's saying is correct from the Bible. But something in you will be telling you he is lying. Meanwhile, if, if, I, if I say, if, I, if we come here and we say, let's go ahead and praise God, all of you start, you will pray and pray. They said, let's praise God, and you are doing. Why? It's a spirit. The Bible says, the words I speak to you are spirit and life. How is your spirit educated? One of the things you must learn is a basic teaching in Christian law is the separation and functions of the three dimensions of man, spirit, soul, and body. How is the spirit educated and nourished? How is the soul educated and nourished? How is the body educated and nourished? You need to know. You need to know when you are growing. Growth in God is not. I, I, some people come and tell me, they say they want to grow in God, they want to grow spiritually, they want to grow. It's because you have not understood these three dimensions of man. So that you know what, what you are doing is your spirit growing by it. There are things you will do. Your spirit cannot mature by it. Your spirit is perfect when you were created, but not mature. You need to know that. So when we say perfect in the scripture, it means two things. One is that this, the one is maturity. One means that the t- there is no need for additional um, creation in it. In creation, everything that that is needed to function from beginning to end has been put in it. Are you with me now? Now, but that thing is not fully mature. So, by growth, it will enter into its full potential. So, how do you educate the spirit? How do you educate the soul? How do you educate the mind? Are you not in the university? Yes, your mind is enlightened. Pray in one minute. Say, search my heart, oh God, and see if there is any evil way. Sometimes I look at myself, I'm not seeing anything, but it seems as if there is something. It seems as if there is something. This can be the difference between now and your next level. The next place in God is that some of you, you will notice it after now. You will see it. You will see it. You will see it. God will speak to you through circumstance, through word of knowledge, through a knowing, through visions, through revelation. But He must speak to you. He must speak to you. He must speak to you. Okay, 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 okay. This is what I'm looking for. Now, if your Bible is your own, I'll be telling you what to mark. Is your Bible your own? You will mark something. 
Ye shall be witnesses unto me. Where? Mark Jerusalem. Mark Jerusalem. Just underline Jerusalem. The question is, what does Jerusalem mean? How many of you have traveled to Jerusalem? You have not. So you need to know what Jerusalem means. The next one. Judea. Underline Judea. And again. And then Samaria. And then we again. You see, the gospel has jurisdiction. So, first thing you need to understand about the gospel is that it is territorial. Hmm? It's after me. The gospel is territorial. So, when God is sending the message of the gospel, He has a whole territory in His plans. A whole territory. Haven't you ever asked yourself, why did the Bible say that you have been made kings and priests unto our God? If you are a king, the question is, if you are a king, touch your neighbor. Touch your neighbor. If you are a king, where is your territory? Because a king without a territory is not a king. Have you seen a king without a territory? He's not a king. He can be anything. I don't know. Whatever you choose to call him. But if you don't have territory, you are not a king. So, depending on who you are, your growth in God, your level of authority, how you have aligned to God's purposes, depending also on the election of grace that brought you into ministry, eh? your jurisdiction can be Jerusalem, can be Judea, can be Samaria, or what? The uttermost part of the earth. Meanwhile, what is important is that the gospel itself is what? Territorial. So every man that is called to be a, a priestly king must have a territory that that person administrates. So I want to ask at this question again. Lucky, where is your territory? Because do you know why the kingdom of God is suffering? And we have lost lands. We have lost many things to darkness and Satan is because men are spelled to sit in their territories and make sure that as men that has been given the requisite authority that the kingdom of God comes into that spell. That is only the will of God that has been done. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The Bible said I've set watchmen on your walls. He's not saying I'm going to set. He said what? I have already set watchmen on your walls. The implication of that is that even before you realize that there is a territory you have, God has already obtained the territory for it. So the day you come into the economy of where your territory is, then your authority will become functional. Are you with me now? Follow me. Now, um, you need to know why the gospel is suffering. For example, your territory for now can be your room. Your room. Your room in the hostel. Your room. Inside your room. Are there no people there? Sometimes... When I was in campus, you went to UNM and you are a guy. Please raise your hand. Let me see. Or you are still there. Uh-huh. You know what happens at. Where is Ricky Joe? Ah, see them here. You know what happens at the Nijok now? We can be 12 and 13 and 14 in one room. You were there now. 14 in one room. Hey Jesus. 
Sometimes, if you sleep too much, they will wake you to read your book. The reason why they are waking you is not because they want you to read your book. But there is no space to sleep and you have been sleeping more than your own quota. Somebody has need to sleep. So they wake you up to go and read your book. When you have 10 people in one room, is that not a territory? I heard one story. Forgotten where I read it. Think on social media. Two roommates. One, they are, they are hordes of devils that we are sent to manipulate and oppress that person's life. He's a lady. But it so happens that the roommate of that lady is a prayer warrior. An intercessor. In the night. You know prayer is a generator. You know now. Just keep the generator on. I don't know. When the, once the generator is on, it will be going just like that. Just like that. Like me and my people used to do. There is a small gem we have. I will call Ugo. Go and increase the distance. So you go and increase it. Suddenly so the light will increase. You can be increasing. You can be increasing. You can be increasing. After some time, what they will be hearing is Earth moving. Say earth moving. When Satan hear this one, they will say, You want to kill us. Believe it or not, I was listening to Pastor Chris Oyakilom. He said, Some of you, since you got born again, your tongue is Shamama, Shamama. Since five years, it's Shamama. When will it change? You will not believe. It's not exactly, but he's making a point. It's not exactly about what you are saying in your mouth but he's also making a point because the point he's making is that I told you have, you must have heard my story my roommate when I was doing his service the guy I was telling him to come and pray come and pray come and pray he will come there and be doing Jesus I love you as if me I hate Jesus until one day came he was entering into the bedroom to take his bath. And then the new uh, zinc that they used to put just last year. Blood was doing like it. The guy almost died. When he finished, he stayed on that bed. I, I don't know for how many weeks. When he came, he was coming like this to my prayer meeting. Since you can't come like this to pray where you will come like this. The main thing is that you must come. When he now came, after some time, I noticed somebody. Did. I have to stop my prayer and look at him. I said, Alpha, what is happening? He didn't even look at me. He was busy doing his business. Now, that guy did that thing for the next four months. It was after four months that his parents that we are separated for more than 19 years now came back together. You see, there is an agenda in the heart of God. When He set you out to pray the way you are praying, in your own mind, you didn't know. But when you now enter that prayer, where well, the deliverance of your family will come by that prayer. 
When you are continuing praying, when you feel good spiritual in your body, you now stop. He said, The presence of God is here. You now go. You don't know anything. Because if we continue to run, they will, be con- they will continue to ask, Are you the one that we are waiting for? Or do we expect another? If, if you are the one, then we will continue to wait. The way you are now, the way you are, if you don't do something, if you are the one, we will continue to wait. The first thing you must find out as a believer that have the consciousness of the kingdom is where is even my territory? If all of us stands on our gate and territory and man's it, the question is where is Satan entering from? Have you ever asked the question? Where is Satan? Anytime you see something wrong in the society, anytime you see something wrong anywhere, it is because somebody didn't do his job. Just know it now. And God has already assigned the person to do the job. Anytime you see anything wrong, somebody is not doing what he's supposed to do. And those days that God is telling you to do it, you might not have noticed any physical evidence to make you to pray the way you are supposed to pray. Then your school fees are paid on time. Your allowance is running into hundreds of thousands. Are you with me? Your apartment, before you start school, they have even paid for two years. You're, you are in first class. Everything is moving smoothly. The guy you are supposed to marry, you are already engaged. You know, maybe you are not, but you know that. Ah, so why do I need to? Why do I need to? The one that knows why, he's telling you start now. It's when you now saw, maybe three years later, you now saw trouble at your door. That's when you started praying prayer you would have started three years ago. It was because a man has left his territory. Every territory without a king will continue to suffer. It is my desire that the king will come back to the southeast. Because the number one reason why southeast is suffering is not all these things that are telling you. I don't care what they tell you is the, the trouble of southeast. The people saying it they don't know they don't know our trouble our trouble is that our people say that they don't believe in a king haven't you heard that it went well they don't have a king and a territory without a king will continue to lose his property lose his right and lose his inheritance i was told a story by by the the, the, the vice president of remnant christian he told me that there were times that the thief nation we are losing their property to the full and you do you know why they went to war together Listen to me. This is the true life story. When they finished the war, the Fulani said, where is your king so that we give him your own portion of what you got from the warfare? You cannot come and carry a gen- when they Maybe you don't know. If God wants to bring something to a people, that's why you have to pray for people that are in thrones and in authority. God can bypass them. If God wants to, he can't just. Unless, the only way you make sure that is to put the right person there. But if this person enters, God cannot bypass it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now, they say, where is your king? They say, they don't have king. They say, go, you are not serious. They ate their own and ate their own. Do you know why? The territory did not have a king. He said it was 
that was when they now decided that it's important for them to have a king. Then that was when the first thief became the king of the thief nation. And they are able to protect their temple. If not for that event, they would have collected their land. You must have noticed that the territory, that territory is always in contention, even up to today. Our land is without a king. And there is a desire in the heart of men. Haven't you noticed that there is a dissatisfaction in the heart of an average Igbo man? They are now seeking for a king. We have to portray the full king to him. That is why a man rose and everybody ran after him. Do you know why? They have already started seeing. They know something is lacking in their hearts. That thing that is lacking is what that young man was supplying. And they ran after him. They are not looking for money. They are not looking for anything. If the king has to be brought back in the south. Once the king is brought back, then what is due us, the inheritance, will be brought. Because when inheritance is coming, he is the king that will receive it on behalf of the people. There is one king, Jesus. Except his seat as the one in charge of the territory. Any human being that is trying to sit is a joke. Let me say it again. No, no, no. Play that one. Continue playing what I told you. Reduce the volume more. Now, let me tell you. You will continue to lose. Your family will continue to lose. People will continue to lose. Do you know why? You don't know your territory. And because you don't know, you are not standing there. Where is your territory, my sister? You don't know. But the Bible says that you shall receive power. Why? So that you will be witnesses to me. Where? He first of all says Jerusalem. Are you Jerusalem? Are you Judea? Are you Samaria? Are you the uttermost part of the earth? Some of you is in your workplace. Some of you is in your classroom. Some of you is wherever. Politicians. Businessmen. One of my people met me. Said anytime he comes to open his shop in business, he comes there. He sees, sometimes he sees dead animals. Dead chicken. Dead, uh, what is it called? Goat. Cut off the head and drop in front of his, his door like this. He will clear all of them. Sometimes all kinds of things is nothing. It is on that wise that you will know that it's only you that doesn't know that some people are contending for the soul of that territory. Meanwhile, God never gave it to Satan. Anytime you see a territory that Satan is ruling, it is because man willed it to Satan. You don't know. What the territory is, is owned by man in representation of God. So anytime Satan is in charge, it was because man willed it to Satan. As a matter of fact, if God wants to rule, he rules through men. Even Satan rules through men too. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I'm not sure. But just be hearing it. I'm talking to your spirit. You know. A great man of God met us when we were doing your service. And then he, teach, he taught us something. The teaching was Holy Ghost, the teacher. The man spoke for almost one hour, 30 minutes. I did not understand what he's saying. Meanwhile, my heart is burning off. And my body... I understood some small thing, but the core of the message never entered. Suddenly, so he looked at us and said, "You are not, you are not understanding. It will take some of you five years, ten years, three years. 
three years. My brother, you know you won't know what I'm saying. Until after three to five years. You will now see what we are saying. It will be playing like a movie before you. Do you know why I'm telling you all these things? I want to show you a few things to note about territorial business. Because if it's true that the gospel is territorial, you must note what it takes to do territorial business. That's what I want to teach in a few minutes this morning. Things to note about territorial business. Things to note about territorial business. Things to note about territorial business. You see, many people are not aware of this. And they become victims. All of us, they become victims. Um, I will not say it in an order, any particular order, but from the feedback I'm getting from the field and what some of us know, this is a demand for the time because a lot of people are coming into the realization of the fact that there is a kingdom that God wants to superimpose himself upon. And then because of that, they begin to do business for God territorially. When they come to the place that they are working, they are living, they try to take charge for Jesus. Are you with me now? So on that account, you must be taught on how to discharge your duties and do business in that territory appropriately. Now, and if it's true, then there are key things you must note hmm? so that you will survive. Um, how do I start? Okay, let's start with number one thing to note is spiritual clothing. Say spiritual clothing. I'm not hearing you. Say spiritual clothing. If this guy is naked without wearing anything and he's here, what do you think we'll do to him? What do you think we'll do to him? Huh? You see the speed. If you see the speed, we will carry him and put him inside. Why? No clothing. That's number one. Number two, there is also what is inappropriate clothing. I don't know, maybe if your boxers, you bought it. No. Original, what was the biggest, the biggest one? Who are the people? There is one they used to do that. What was the name? Ban- banana. There is another bigger one. Eh? Maybe he figured the one that they brought. They just brought it like this, and they wrote your name on it. And because the cost is around maybe hundred thousand naira, and you know you can buy this my clothes ten times. Eh? You just wore it. only that from him and now. You sat down there. I thought you are wearing Tommy Hilfiger now. You should be. That man, even though he's wearing something, is not properly clothed. And if you are not properly clothed, there are places you cannot be admitted. Are you with me? That's another one. 
there is there are people that are not suitably clothed. Suitably. Suitably. Have you seen Hamatan before? Hamatan. During Hamatan, who has been to Joss before? I went for who has been to you have been to Joss? Why? NCCF. Uh-huh. That's the only thing that carries people to Joss. Who has been to Joss? NCCF. NCCF. Uh-huh. NCCF carried it to me. I went to. And our own, we spent almost one day on the road. By the time we arrived, I want to take my bath and I, I, I remove my clothes. My brother, let me tell you. Don't try to put water on your body. They will think you have run mad. So when you go to places like us, we are, we are on the road around, around the 10 p.m. The driver cannot see just 10 meters in front of him. With the AC on inside and the light full blast, he cannot see 10 meters ahead. And then cars coming from the other side, we are doing voom, 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 voom. Say, Jesus, cover me with your glory. Now, this is what I'm trying to say. When you do business in that type of territory, eh? you can't wear handless, my sister. I know you bought your handless 10,000, but you can't wear handless. For your own safety. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You can, you can wear that in here because there is it. But when you get there, you can't wear it again. I will show you. The matters I'm telling you, I'm trying to make it simple because I will get into the oppressions and realities that is domiciled in the spirit. Because when men do business in the spirit, they don't come the way you think. Now, I want to tell you that the scripture says that the visible creation, God encoded things eternal and spiritual, even in visible creation. So that in matters that you see day to day, you can see a representation of what is happening spiritually in what we do day to day. It doesn't mean that your clothes that is in your rack is for different occasions. Will you use this one to go and do farm work? Why? These are the things you must understand. That for every place that you are called up into in the spirit to begin to operate, you must learn how to be properly clothed for you to operate in that place. You see, one of the reasons why some believers that did territorial business became victims is because they don't know that the realm that they have been called into requires a special suit and clothing. So they were operated, not because they don't have clothing, no, but they were inappropriately clothed. And then when they went there, they were shot and they were wounded. Haven't you noticed sometimes? You wake up in the night, haven't you noticed? You wake up in the night like this. And you feel like praying. Is it not true? You pray anointing. And you pray after praying. You say, I judge every power that is operating in my family. Every witch, every wizard. We are, meanwhile, that wizard is sitting in a place. That is, and they now shoot it. Now, you felt, as you prayed, you felt that God answered your prayer, which is true. Eh? But what happened is that where you are doing business, 
eh? you are improperly clothed. Because one day we were praying, me and Ugochuku, I think justice was around. And then a few other people, we used to pray, pray, we used to pray. Hey, sometimes we stay in that place and pray from morning till night. In the evening, we'll come to temple and then we'll continue business. And then when we come back, we eat and pray through the night. One of my boys came. He came from back. He, he will see me on social media. He said, he say, Papa, Papa. Some of the people calling me Papa. I don't know them. You need to know I don't know them. I don't know you. You can go and be saying, I don't know you. I said, okay, come, come. You want to come where I come? He came. He came to where I'm staying. And in the morning, he didn't hear any noise. 8 a.m., no noise. 9, no noise. This one is smiling, he knows. 10, no noise. 11, no noise. 12, no noise. No noise and no food. Say after me, no noise and no food. My, my guy began to melt like butter. 1 p.m., no food. 2, no food. And no noise. And now came out by 3. I said, Bro, half an hour. And then we greeted. I brushed my teeth, did ba ba ba, enter inside. <laughs> the guy is wondering, what type of person is this? Meanwhile, I'm not the, he's my, in fact, I greeted him because he's there. If not, you won't even, you'll be shocked. You need to know why men are powerful. Let me give you one of my secrets. People don't see me a lot. I prefer that God is seeing me than men. If men see you a lot, when did God have time to see you? Then tomorrow, in the evening, when my mother came back, you know, my mother, my mother, God bless her, my mother came back and the food they cooked there is too much. The guy ate it. They brought this one, brought this one. She, he ate when he finished, I told him, go and eat again. Because I know what will happen tomorrow. He doesn't understand. By tomorrow, 7 a.m., no noise, no food. 8 a.m., no noise, no food. 9, no noise, no food. 10, no noise, no food. 11, no noise, no food. By 12, my guy opened the gate. I don't know who taught him the territory, but he meandered. And found a store and bought things. <laughs> so that somebody will not die. As he was eating it, and I entered. And I said, Where do I know? And then I turned. It was my mother that found out on the third day and said, Where is that your boy? I say he's inside. Say help. I hope you are not. My mother knows is my mother and my sister that know what will happen to somebody that is not aware of how we live. My mother now was going tomorrow cooked for my father and then gave him food too. Because you know that there is no there is it's not as if we can't get food though. So the guy ate on the third day. 
ate on the fourth day. On the fifth day, he said, he want to go. I said, I thought you say you want to stay for long. I want to learn at your feet. I want to become like you. My brother, be sure for what you are asking for. You won't like it. Believe me, you won't like it. You won't like it. There is nothing good. There is not one thing enjoyable. If it's only me and you, there is nothing. You will want my life. It will be boring for you. It's only me that is enjoying it. Meanwhile, that's how great men are made. From that time, that guy is no more in a hurry to say he wants to come and see me. Yes, because actually it's intentional. There are people that will come. You know what they need is me. When you meet me, there is a place I'm functioning from. I will look at you and know what you need. Eh? And then I will leave you to what will supply that need. There are people that will come as soon as you meet me. Some of you know, as soon as you meet me, I ask, Have you eaten? Let's go and find food. Meanwhile, there are people that will come and will not even tell you anything. You need to fast. That's an indirect way to tell you what. You need to what? Fast. So, you must be properly clothed. And there are many things. I hope I can get to all of them. Okay, let me try. Let me read scripture so that we give us basic story. Numbers chapter 20. Numbers, Numbers chapter 20. Zabrandeva Boho Sakapadai. Rabotakambre Develoko Sabarante. Eko Tapambre Tapalahai Katina. Oh my God. Rademanto, Rate Pabir, Dekos, Sagabrante. Jabrata Babanta, Rata Babola, Sabande, Lebrete, Petete, Padia. Don't you enjoy prayer? Semonta, Rata Babo, Abrande, Tete, Shatabanda, Rata Bababa, Gumbre, Tete, Ipapo, Boboso, Rata Bada, Cabrana Bali, Jovigo, Jovigo, is a journey. Shadianda, Prato Babante, Grete, Pepetente, thank you, Jesus. Rabba Babo, Boboso, Rata Bada Bababa, thank you, Jesus. Thing will become. Read it for me. I hope it's in James. Revelation that was in the, in the New Testament. Now follow me. I know. Have you heard some people tell you that the, the Old Testament is not important? What is important is the epistles. Have you heard it? Those those people are unskilled in the word of righteousness. Because if they are skilled, any portion of the Bible you can unveil Christ from there. That you cannot doesn't mean another person can. And because you cannot, you cannot come and say that your your inability has constrained us to the epistles only. 
Because this matter we are reading here is also in the book of 1 Corinthians. Where Paul said that there is a reason why we groan. That reason why we groan is not that we will be unclothed. Eh? But that we will be what? Clothed upon. Now, that thing that he is speaking as revelation, the graphic reality is what is happening here. And that has always been the connection between the Old and New Testament. What we see as revelation in the New Testament is a movie in the Old. So, because God cannot access directly the spirit of man, oh, you are not with me. If you are with me, say Amen. If the Holy Ghost is not inside of a man, God finds it hard to administrate his government. Finds it hard to release his economy. Are you with me now? Now, and because of that, the only way he can communicate to those people is to do it in types and in shadows. So, and types and shadows are graphic. Say graphic. Say graphic. Please, let all of us say graphic. You know what's graphic? It's like a movie. So, God will come and tell Moses, this is the outer court. This is the inner court. This is the holy place. That thing is not the real thing. The real thing is the heavenly tabernacle. But there is only one way you can communicate that thing to a man that doesn't know how to access the realm of the spirit. And this is as a result of the fact that the Holy Ghost is not yet indwelling. What you do is to bring the type and shadow to the person. So that him looking upon that type and shadow can be able to uh, make contact with something that is eternal and spiritual in scope. Because we are, when you are now born again, your senses of perception are now what? Are now what? Activated. So that man can now see into the kingdom. So those things that we are really taught by types and shadows and graphic so that the man that can only understand things by, by his senses only can look at that thing that Moses did and will be able to relate with God's maybe love, relate with maybe God's justice. Are you with me now? Follow me. Should we pray? You are not with me. Should we pray? Now, before Moses released the Ten Commandments, we didn't know what it means that this is the righteousness of God. Do you know? Who knows? Nobody knew. So, the coming of the Ten Commandments is not righteousness in its own. And the Bible says, knowing that that is true, he said that that thing can never make any man perfect. So, therefore, when the reality came, we now saw that the real righteousness is after the inward man. It became an impartation into your spirit. Meanwhile, because those men has not received the Holy Ghost, which is, who is the person that administrates that righteousness, it means that somehow God needed to reveal his righteousness to them. How did he do it? The law. Then the Bible says the righteousness that is after the law. So there must be a way that God will reveal his righteousness to a people that has not received the Holy Ghost inside of them. It means that even in this our time, that God still reveals his righteousness, just that it is not by types and shadows. Things written on tablets of stone, it is not written where? In the inward. The reason why it can be written inside is because there is a writer inside. The Holy Ghost. Say the Holy Ghost. Now, my point is this. If the people you are teaching needed to be brought into 
something that is spiritual in scope. And then the scripture captures in physical terms the graphic representation. By you showing them in the scripture, they can be able to relate with the reality that is embedded in that matter. Are you with me now? So, when the Bible is talking about spiritual clothing, Paul now came and showed us the revelation. It then means that this thing we are talking about is a reality that is in the spirit. Oh my God. Spiritual clothing is a spiritual reality. But meanwhile, there is only one way God can show the children of Israel of whom the Holy Ghost is not yet dwelling in them. The reality of clothing. The only way to show them is that thing that is called the priestly garment. Are you with me now? So the priestly garment became the only way that God can interact with these people, showing them the reality of what is called the spiritual clothing. So that any man that wears that clothing, there are many things that is possible to you, and there are many things that are not possible to you. For example, when Aaron wears that thing, the Bible says that you should not move around wearing that thing anywhere. That means that clothing has certain things that it abhors. You can be clothed and be doing some certain things. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now, and you can be clothed and die. I will show you. Read, read. So just because somebody is not properly clothed, he was bundled. I need to tell you the reason why. Stay with me. Let me give you an example. Sometimes there were days you used to have very strong visions. Eh? And after some time, it stopped. Sometimes it's not demonic attack. Do you know what happened to you? you when you wanted to release that emphasis, they were nowhere to be found. You were the only one awake. So they summoned you up. But when they summoned you up, they found out that indeed you are not qualified to operate in this place. After that time, that was the last time you came in into that summon. The reason is that even though the gate to the feast was open, you must be properly clothed to partake of the feast. My problem is not just that the person was, if, if you were told you are not properly clothed, it's a matter. But there is a challenge. Let's read it in the book of Matthew. I think that is the last thing we say on spiritual clothing. And then we'll move on to another thing. Matthew chapter 22, verse 6. I think you should read 13 and 14. Let's leave, leave verse 6. Yes, read. Yes. Yes. <laughs> this is the man. Okay, stands from uh, verse 12. Yes. Yes. Start from verse 12. No, start 11. There is something I want you to capture. Watch out. Uh huh. <laughs> yes. See, wait. You are not. You didn't get this. God suddenly noticed that you are someone. Now, let me tell you how the realm of the spirit functions. Eh? When God wants to do things, He summons men. This is the way He summons men. Let me give you an example. When Jesus was born. How we are the wise men able to identify that a man of stature has come into the territory? How? 
Sister. So when you are when you are awake in the night and you are doing business, what you don't know is that you are releasing a frequency in the heaven. Are you with me? That frequency can be picked by anybody that has a capacity to trace that. You see, those wise men are trained in those matters. So they are able to trace a new frequency in the heavenness. Are you with me? So when you begin to pray in the night or do some certain businesses, do sacrifices fast, do certain things, align yourself, what happens is that you begin to release some frequencies in the heavenly places. Now, when God wants to summon men, He summons them not because they look at your face. That's why you see people very handsome, swallowable, chewable. They even wear suits. One of my friends, when I was in campus, he already has Benihin suits. Say Benihin suits. Oh my God. He has white suits. White shoes. White tie. And he will be doing like this. Like this. Do like this. That's the way the man. That's not how God calls me. There is an energy you have to emit. And there is a frequency, a vibration that God will pick. So he gives instructions to his angels. Are you with me now? An angel can touch you like this and you are summoned up. He gives instructions to his angels that any man, that every single person that operates at this frequency should be summoned up. Search around the territory of Southeast on 24th of November and find any man that is operating at this frequency, that is emitting these vibrations in the spirit. Summon them up to this meeting. So, what the angels are after is the instructions that we are giving to them. According to this book of Matthew that we read, they brought those people in. So, you are brought in by an instruction that is from God. Meanwhile, when you now came in, they now find out that even though some people knew how to operate in that realm, they were here. Up, up, see. When preparation meets opportunity, then there will be an explosion. You have no need for opportunity where you are not properly created. So you are waiting for a summon in the heavens that God will discharge you to do certain duties for Him. Meanwhile, you have not taken care to know whether you are properly clothed to do business at that level that God is calling you to. Maybe God told you that you will be in charge of your, your campus. You have heard God tell you, even before you enter the campus, He's telling you, I'm going to set you as a watchman over this campus. You don't know you need to be properly clothed. That is even why you have not been summoned up. Because it is an act of mercy that you are not summoned up yet. So that you will use this time to understand what is proper clothing in the spirit when you are properly clothed. so when you are summoned to that place what will now happen to you is that you will do business without shame they said that when the man came the king of the feast came and said who is this man that this is a wedding and you don't have a wedding garment please let's see what they did to him yes okay okay Wait, oh. continue, finish that verse. Uh-uh. Just because you are not properly clothed, that's why the gate of heaven was locked to you. The last time you had tangible access to God was five years ago. I want to tell you how men, men fell in ministry. Now, follow me, follow me. This thing I'm telling you. I, 
Maybe in five years time. Because there is a place God will lift you up and call you into. And then you enter that place. You are not properly clothed to do business at that realm. Do you know what happens to you? You are chased out into outer darkness. You will now see men. Haven't you seen men that are in ministry? They used to touch God before and bring God down. What now happened to them? It is not as if they are not believers again. It is not as if they are not born again. They are not pastors. But you know that their realm of access has been shut down to them. That means those men we are careless with their garments. They don't understand spiritual clothing. So, just because they have been called up two times, maybe when you are not ready, you, you enter that feast. They say, who is this man? Take him out to outer darkness. And since that day, you have not been able to gain access to the things that you are used to in the spirit. I want you to pray. Lift up your hands. Say, God, show me mercy. Show me mercy. Show me mercy. There are some dreams and visions you used to have. As if you are a seer. There are some, there are some encounters. Sometimes God will play a movie before you. Sometimes you will be summoned to heaven. Out of body encounters. All sort of things happening. He has stopped. The reason he stopped is because you didn't take care to be properly clothed. So that you will operate seamlessly in that realm. That you have been summoned into. We need men of skills. Show me mercy and grant me skills. This is your prayer in the next two minutes. Show me mercy and grant me skills. Show me mercy and grant me skills. Show me mercy and grant me skills. You are not praying. Mamanta Prata Baba Show me mercy Grant me skills Grant me skills Grant me skills to operate in the courts of heaven Grant me skills to operate in the throne room Grant me skills to operate in the heavenly places Grant me skills, O God Grant me skills, O God O God Sobranda babinatambreta babalatagadia Sabreta babanta kapros in Jesus mighty name we pray the second thing to note and I think that's where we are going to stop there are many things to note but the second thing to note is spiritual authority spiritual authority write it down spiritual authority the second thing to note about territorial business is spiritual authority see these things I'm talking about you will not know the import and the importance until you do territorial business. It is always important, but it will not be obvious to you. This importance will not be obvious to you until you now do territorial business. Because in territorial business, everything about you is exposed. 
when you do territorial business, your weaknesses are exposed. Even your strength is also exposed. That is where we truly know men. Haven't you seen people? You will see him like this. They will say, hey, don't mind this girl. Or you, have, you don't know this girl. You will be walking small, small. Don't mind the way she is doing. Like, you don't know her. What are they trying to say? They are trying to portray your true reality in the spirit. This girl is not small. You have not seen her. Paul said, Henceforth, know we no man after the flesh. He said, Even Jesus. Any man that knew Jesus after the flesh is a waste of your time. You didn't know him. John that used to lean on his shoulder like this and say, I'm the one he loved. When the same John saw him on the Isle of Patmos, what happened? He fell like a dead man. There are human beings like that. Too. When you meet their reality, you fall like a dead man. don't want to go there. Jude, chapter 1. Let's see if we can touch spiritual authority. Jude, chapter 1, from verse 5. Somebody read for me. You see, eh? there are things that we can only explain it by graphics. Types. Wait. Just stand. stand. And shadows. That is why the issue of authority, especially spiritual authority, cannot be fully understood until you understand physical authority. What does it? You might never understand spiritual authority until you understand physical authority. That is why if God wants to teach you spiritual authority, what does he do? He puts you in subject to men. Because the only way for you to learn matters spiritual is for you to learn it in the natural. That is why the believer's life is actually supernatural. Eh? What does he mean? That in the natural things, God can teach you things that are supernatural and spiritual. So what does God do when he wants to teach you spiritual authority? He begins to teach it to you from things that are natural and physical. So when that man that is a centurion came and met Jesus, and Jesus was coming to come and heal his daughter. Do you know what the man said? He said, I am a man, what? See, that thing, it is not physical and natural. Now, that man was able to understand something that is spiritual in scope. Using something that is natural. So, that natural understanding of authority lended him an appetite. A vista opened to the realm of the spirit. And he was able to see things spiritual from the natural. And as I told you, that the things of God are displayed every day on the natural. It's only if you can see and know. So, that man is saying that I can tell somebody, live here and go there, live here and go. And none of them will say, I will not go. Why? Because of, say, authority. So he's trying to say, and I have noticed something about your life. That you are a man of authority too. And me, I'm a man of authority too. Your own is spiritual authority. My own is physical authority. And I know if I tell my soldier, leave here and go there, he can't say no. Can he say no? Because of that, I assume that authority is the same, even though our own, the jurisdiction, is in different realms. But if it's true that people and things respond to me in natural realm and none of them can say no 
I too, by that understanding, say that you, the thing spiritual, will also respond to your own authority. He said, because of that, what? Speak on the bottom wall. The proof of a man's authority is the response that he commands per time. In fact, it's not per time, per command. The response that your word can get per command, that is the proof of your spiritual authority. Have we not tried to cast devil before? And you are saying, come out, come out, come out. And the thing is not happening. At best, the thing we do like this. Some of you even told the devil to come out. He said, I'm not coming out. The worst case is people that try to cast devil. And the demon will say, Even you. Have you not heard it? So they will say, Even, even you. Others are casting. Even you, you are casting. Let me tell you, spirits are intelligent. Anything, anything spiritual is very, very intelligent. Intelligence is not just here. For example, if I say, Holy Ghost, touch him, touch him. The question is, but I can say, I can just lay hands on this young man. I won't say anything. And then he will go on that power. That I'm not saying anything with my mouth, does it mean I'm not saying anything? That means the anointing also is intelligent. Do you know that the anointing is intelligent? I don't want to go there. That's why cameraman, cameraman doesn't fall under power. Have you noticed? Have you noticed cameraman doesn't fall under power? It might happen, but it rarely happens. The reason is that the anointing is what? Intelligent. Very, very intelligent. If I say, Holy Ghost, help me and find them, he will find the real people. He is not confused. The anointing is intelligent. If, if, if I lay hands on you now, there are many things that anointing can do, but it will go and do the exact thing that it is sent to do. I don't have time to show you the dynamics of the anointing. Because if I lay hands on you now, and my only desire is for you to go under power, you can go under power and come back with a sickness. Are you with me? And even come back with a demon. The reason is that what I'm trying to is maybe just to impart grace to pray. Whatever you want to do. Maybe for the person to be agile in the spirit or whatever. So, when you are sending the message, the message you are sending did not include demons leave. That's why sometimes after Jesus has healed somebody, what does he say to the person? Your faith has made you whole. That means there is a difference between being healed and being made whole. The person is still suffering from many other things. But that same anointing that healed the person and deal with all those things. Just that the message that was sent to that anointing does not include making every other thing perfect. Let me stop. Now, back to what we are saying. So, we will not be able to understand spiritual authority except we understand natural authority. That's why, from when you are small, let me tell you, in fact, spiritual authority should be one. Number one. The day you understand spiritual authority, that's the day you became a son in the kingdom. In fact, what is the proof 
that Jesus is the Son. You might not know, but it is the authority that He has. And the scripture began to teach us that this authority, He got it by submission. Do you know? How did Jesus get His authority? The Bible said, even though He was God, He counted Him not a robbery. What did He do? He submitted Himself. Eh? And then He suffered. Submission. One. Number two. Suffering. Number three, he was obedient. I need to, these things I'm telling you are the things that are found in the circumference of authority. If you don't know them, you don't know authority. Number one, he submitted. Number two, he suffered. Number three, he obeyed. In fact, the Bible said that his own was even unto death. So, how many things now? You must know. If you have no, no, if you see a man of authority, he knows these things. Huh? Number one, say submission. Number two, say suffering. Number three, say obedience. Number four, say death. You must know these things. If you see a man of authority, he knows. The, even if he doesn't know it by head knowledge, he knows it experientially. 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 This thing I'm telling you will save your life. I'm trying to save your life. I'm telling you how great intercessors died. Very anointed. Many years ago, there was a group of young men. They were very, very anointed. And then because of that, the anointing, they anointed. They thought gifting, spiritual gifting is equal to spiritual authority. No, it's not true. Huh? You know it's not true. This that confirmment that was given on Jesus in that book of you know, you know Philippians chapter two. That confirmment when did it come? It came when he died the death of the cross. That was when the coronation came. Meanwhile, when Jesus was alive on earth, didn't he do miracles? But as of then, the coronation has not taken place. Are you with me now? That means the power and the things that he manifested. Huh? and not be compared to the scope of the authority that was released to him by the virtue of the dealings that he submitted himself to. So these boys were so anointed that they had issue with the authority that God placed over their life and they did all kinds of things that I'm not permitted to say here. Now, it is not always that it happens. Sometimes God shows mercy. But this time around, it so happened that God wanted to be like that. So these men moved from one city to another. They went there, cripples, all kinds of stuff happened. And they left another city, word of knowledge, the prophetic. They were going to another city. And they had accident. The four of them were cleared. There is a way believers don't die. That's why I have to teach you spiritual clothing first. There is a way you can die as a believer. The way believers die is that they will gather their household and share inheritance. And then they will be gathered. You, you must know. You can't just set and can't just wake up and kill you. Are you with me now? Now follow me. Now, these four things are the things you understand in authority. It was after Jesus has fulfilled it. And the Bible said, 
that he has been given what? Say a name. <laughs> Names are representatives of persons' authority. Names are representatives of persons' authority. And what can be achieved by your name is defined by your scope of authority. Huh? As you are now, you just have authority over the things. Is it not your book? Your book. Can you decide what to do with this book? Because your scope of authority does not cover this book. Do you know? Your scope of no matter as you are now, no matter how much you have grown, your scope of authority does not cover your mother. She has a head over her, and you are not that one. These are the things you must understand. Now, when you have submitted yourself to these matters, the Bible says that you are given what? Say a name. Oh, say a name. Now you must know that Jesus is not just the Son of God. And Jesus is not just the Christ. He's also say the pattern man. I'm not hearing you. Say the pattern man. Do you know what it means? It means that Jesus came to live in a certain way. So that men that want to be God, we have to live in that certain way. It is only in living in the way that Jesus lived that you will become whom Jesus is. Have you seen some people, every day they are declaring, I'm the son of God, I'm the son of God, I am this, I am this. But they never live the way, the person that is that. I hope you know that you can only be what Jesus is already. Now, the implication of that is there is something you need to do for you to become whom Jesus is now. So, the Bible says those names are given to men who have submitted themselves to authority. And then you are given for Jesus, he was given the name that is above every other name. Are you with me? You have not read that place well. Name, above what? That means that there are other names. My name is there too. I don't know if you have name, but I know my name is there. No, it's not. You don't claim this one. It's not by claiming. We don't claim this one. This one is by dealing. It's by submission. It's by what? Suffering. It's by death. Then that man is now accorded a name in the spirit as a representation of the scope of his authority. Are you with me now? So for Jesus, the scope of his authority, his jurisdiction is what? Heaven. Earth. And where? Under the earth. His authority covers every realm of creation. Now for you, when you submit yourself to higher dealings of the Holy Spirit, and is able to work out these protocols in you, what you will notice is that over time, your authority level, quotient, begins to what? Increase. Increase. Until you are called up to a higher level. I don't want to overrun myself, but if you ever operate outside of your authority, Satan will strike you. Eh? And most of the time, if you have been disturbing him for a long time, he will strike you with madness. Strike you with death. That is a, a, a proof that somebody is operating outside the scope of authority. See, this thing, as I always say, women are always the victims. The most victims. Do you know why? A woman is naturally constructed in such a way 
that she can only find full expression of her destiny only under authority. Outside of the scope of authority, a woman is useless. That is why the church is called a woman. The church that doesn't understand the authority of Jesus over her is a useless church. The church becomes powerful when the government of the spirit comes. The intent of the government of the spirit is to teach you authority. Oh, are you getting what I'm saying? If you are with me, say Amen. I will read the place I want to read. Because this is why people are injured. Now, I have seen this thing happen many times. Especially people who are women of God. Have you seen women of God? Most times they are always sick. Go and check them. Go and check them. The reason is that they don't understand spiritual authority. And they are doing territorial business. Now, look at me. There are people who are with you. Eh? They are doing the same thing you are doing. But nothing is happening to them. Do you know why? They are not doing territorial business. Your own became exposed. Why? Because you have started doing territorial business. That's why I told you that these are things to note. Because of territorial business. So, this your weakness. This vulnerability is not obvious. Why is it not obvious? Because you have not started doing territorial business. Until one day you stand in your family house and say, From today, I stop every power of darkness that is afflicting people in my family. That is doing it. They will say, ah. They will now come and check who is speaking. You don't know the check. When Jesus spoke, Jesus, Jesus, they asked him, By whose authority are you doing this thing you are doing? Even Jesus was asked, What is the scope of your authority? They know that what he's doing is as a result of authority. Are you with me now? You can only do ministry with authority. There is no ministry without authority. The impact of your ministry is simply on, on the context and ambit of your authority. The authority that you have. If your authority is like this, your ministry is like this. It doesn't matter whether the whole world is shouting that you are shaking everywhere. In the, we make your ministry by the scope of the authority that you have. So that means that if it's authority, then these processes that have listed to you, you must have passed through it. It is on that account that men, authority is being measured unto men. So you can be very gifted, but you have not submitted yourself to death. My brother, you are very weak in authority. You can gather one million people, but you have not, you don't know what is suffering, Christian suffering. You don't know what is death. You don't know what is submission. My brother, you are a man that is bereft of authority. In fact, some of the time it's just gifts you are doing. Until one day you will encounter beings. They are beings you will encounter. Remember that day we are praying now? That night. And then we saw some, some witches and wizards. Some of them. You rebuke them. They fall. You point them. They burn. But there are some spirits we encounter. Those spirits, you don't point at them. You don't rebuke them. We were shooting and they were shooting back. We were shooting and they were shooting back. Those are the ones, my brother. The Bible said we wrestle. Say we wrestle. We don't cast them out. We wrestle with them. 
we wrestle with these ones, you don't cast them out. They are spirits that carried warfare to heaven. You are not getting my what I'm saying. So spirit get mind. So that they carry warfare, go heaven. And you, 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 you don't know anything. You, you, you don't know anything. They carried warfare to heaven. Touch your neighbor, say they carried warfare to heaven. They will carry it to your house. They carry it to heaven. He can carry it to you. You must understand authority. So that Satan will not make a mess with you on that day. I've met plenty of women that are in ministry. Most of them will tell you that they are sick of this. They are sick of this. That they have been going to hospital. They have been doing this. Let me tell you. I don't want to tell them. Because if I tell them what is their problem, they won't like to hear it. Because they think just because they are anointed that that one absorbs them from the repercussions of operating outside of the ambit of authority. So Satan will strike them. Satan knows that he will continue striking them until they are weak, even too weak to operate in their anointing. You don't know. For example, let me show you an example. For example, do you know that if you are a lady and you are not yet married, eh? Once you become serious and start doing territorial business, the first thing that Satan will do is to steer your father if he's not born again against you. Go and check. Go and check. If you have been there, you will know. Is it not true? Check. Is it not true? Now, he knows that if you don't have wisdom to maneuver that circumstance, you will become a victim in the realm of the spirit. Because as far as the realm of the spirit is concerned, your father is your covering. And to operate without a head in the realm of the spirit. Ah. Let me show you in the book of Jude. These things are things that people know. That's why. That's why. Some people will last for 80 years. Some people will die at that. They don't know these things. Go and check those women. They are suffering all kinds of things. They are very powerful. They can pray for you. You will be healed. They, they, are, they are sick. They, don't, they are operating beyond the ambit of their authority. They have not yet learned authority. Authority is not an impartation. Authority is not what? It's a dealing. It's, an, it's a byproduct of dealing. Authority is never an impartation. It's a byproduct of dealing. Submission to the government of the spirit. Are you with me now? So when you leave your father and go, maybe he told you, don't go anywhere. Wash my clothes. Do this one. He knows that you are going to church. And you know that the Holy Ghost will move. He said, don't go. And then you leave. And then you come back to do territorial business. Satan will strike you very bad. Now, let me now tell you. And God knew. God knows that that will happen. Let me now tell you how God makes a way out for people. Especially if you are a young lady. For people like this. Let me tell you. In some cases, some of those fathers, they are... They are inconsiderate. As a matter of fact, some of them are literally possessed by Satan to do that. Now, let me now tell you what God does. What God does, that is why God has raised people like us. Or whoever. That God has put you subject to spiritually. Do you know what, do you know what that person does for you? That person becomes your cover. The cover that your father cannot give you. Because you are never ever expected to operate without a cover. 
That is why some of you can run away and come and nothing will happen to you. Because as far as God is concerned, when Satan wants to strike you, he will see that you have a covering. But he, he said, your father is not your covering now. Who is now covering you? You are not learning. Because the man, Centurion, said, I am a man of authority. And I noticed that you too, you are a man of authority. So there are two points at which a man can be covered. From the natural standpoint, from the spiritual standpoint. When your natural authority has refused to bring a covering over your life, so that it will allow you to fulfill the destiny that you have, you will be a very foolish man not to understand and submit to spiritual authority. So that that which is lacking by the natural can be supplied by that which is spiritual. That is why I want you to learn spiritual authority. Jude chapter 1. As we strike it, we go. Jude chapter 1 verse 5. One verse five. Come to Jude. All of us, I want you to see something. Read for me. If you are there, say Amen. I think half of us is not there. If you are there, say Amen. If you are there, say Amen. You can read for us. Now, see here. This man is doing, is recounting history. Have they recounted history for you? I told you people of how I was about to start ministry. And they now told me what happened to people that try to do what you are trying to do in this place. There is a need for you to history to be recounted. So this is what Jude is doing. Now, the people he was talking to is aware of the story. Meanwhile, they didn't know that what is happening to them is as a result of something else. Huh? They thought is that um, my blood type is is a medical person. What do you study? So you should. I need. Who is a pharmacist? Because I'm talking about drugs now. <laughs> yeah. No, sit down. What blood type is prone to malaria? Eh? A. 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 Right. So you say I'm genotype, right? So you say I am A. A. That's why malaria always. Jude is trying to remind you that it's not your it's not your genotype that is making you sick. I tell you the truth. I talk of I talk of my own experience. Satan dealt with me for long. So you might be thinking I'm talking about only I learned this thing from my spirit. I don't want you to learn the hard way. There are two ways to learn. Is either there are two ways the Holy Ghost teaches. What are the two ways? He teaches by revelation. And he also teaches by dealing. It's after me. One. Number two. 
think you should write it down. He teaches by revelation. And he also teaches by dealing. There are matters he can only teach by dealing. I prefer he teaches me by revelation. Like as I'm telling you now. For example, you've got, let me give you an example. God wants to use you and then he needs somebody that maybe wants to raise you as a financial giant. Somebody that will give to the kingdom and prosper the kingdom. But anytime you dream, the only thing you are seeing, you are, you are a minister of the gospel. Lord. There is one of my friends here. The only thing he's putting up in his status, anytime he put up his, 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 what's this British car? There's a British car. Yeah? Rose Royce, that is my friend. He's the blue one. That's the one he used to put up. Do you know why? His understanding of what it means that God has lifted you up is for you to have Rose Royce. You must die to that. There is no other way. And meanwhile, if you refuse to learn, God can teach you by revelation as I'm teaching you. If you refuse to learn it, you'll be, you will be making people rich and you, you will be poor. To show you that the anointing for wealth is with you. But you have not aligned well to benefit from it. The thing entering your hand will damage you. And God loves you. Say God loves me. Say God loves me. God loves you a lot. That sometimes he doesn't allow you to have some things. It's because of love. Oh. Have you seen a small child? You put candle like this. You'll be playing with it. Playing with it. You'll be removing the hand. It's all like say. There are small children that they will come like this and say, this is the way they start. It's a mentality that is wrong. So come and say, Daddy, do you love me? He said, do you love me so much? He said, I love you so much. Okay, if you love me, buy this shoe for me. And this should be a proof of my love. That's manipulation. It's not love. So, so, if you don't tell me you need shoe, I won't buy for you. There are many things your father do for you because of love that you are never even aware of. Manipulation is not love. In fact, sometimes, eh, you know what you do to those children because you love them. You want to teach them something so that if they grow up, they will not never make that mistake again. They'll be doing hand in the in the candle like this. You just bring the candle close. And the thing we touch your feet. They do like this. You will remove your eye. Make sure you remove your can try it. Make sure you remove your eye. When they turn, they are not seeing you. When they don't see you that day, they won't cry. They will know you are present. Oh. I don't want to teach you something. Have you not suffered something? You are still feeling the presence of God. You are still feeling grace available. But the circumstance did not change. That means God wants you to learn something out of it. There is a dealing inside of that experience. Has it not happened to somebody here? You prayed fasted. As you are praying, God is giving you more grace to pray. Eh? Have you not noticed? And when you pray, you even feel good pimples on your body. When you come out, you expect everything to change. 
the thing even double. Then there is something to learn. What we do on those occasions is that you pause everything you are doing. Put everything at status quo and try to understand what is trying to happen. And then you learn from it. That's the way it works. Continue reading. The Bible, the Bible is very definitive. You save somebody and then you destroy the person. You save somebody and then you destroy the person. Why? Unbelief. I don't want to show you what the scripture categorized as unbelief in this context. I think you might have to go and read the Old Testament, the books of Moses. To understand what the scripture categorized as unbelief. You will see the life that they lived. You'll be, when you read the Old Testament, you'll be looking for where God said, Do you believe that I am God, that I can heal you? Anytime God says it, they will say they believe. But if, what is God now calling unbelief? Are you getting the point? If God says, do you know I'm Jehovah? They will say yes. But God is saying, you have unbelief. Meanwhile, you are saying you believe in God. Meanwhile, you are saying you are the righteousness of God in Christ. He is saying you have unbelief. I think we need to know, go and understand what he meant. Because there is a way you will live. There is unbelief. Even though you are a person that you believe. What you have is just mental assent. No, a mental assent is not believable. It's not faith. Let me leave. Faith that is not alive is dead. What makes faith alive? Huh? Huh? What? It is only works that makes faith alive. So, if you say you have faith, that faith is faith because it's alive. And what makes faith alive is works, not dead works, corresponding works. So, God is saying, Are you saying you believe in me and you are living like this? You are an unbeliever, my friend. So, even though He saved them, He still what? Because they were saved and they refused to live in a certain way to prove. That there is faith in your heart. That's by the way. Continue. I need to lay these foundations to touch something. As I'm saying this thing, you know what I'm trying to say. I didn't name it, but you know what I address now. Now, continue. Hmm? Wait. This is talking about angels. No, read it so that read it. Then we come back. Some people have never read this place in the Bible. Have you read this place before? I know. Read it. Mm-hmm. Please mark the word that scriptures use. Oh my God. We don't have time to delve into it. What is estate? What is habitation? Huh? Huh? You are correct. But what is dwelling? For example, when the Bible says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Moses, what does it mean to dwell? 
Because if you don't understand what it means to dwell, you will think dwell means that you locked yourself inside the room. The, the, the two hours you locked inside, yourself inside the room is when you dwelt in God's presence. Is it true? That's what you call dwelling. You don't know Bible. You cannot interpret spiritual matters. So when people, they will come and tell you that, that, that God is looking for people who we, who we dwell, not people who we visit. Some of them don't even understand what they are saying. They are just using English grammar to interpret spiritual things. Not knowing that spiritual things, that is why for you to speak on behalf of God, you have to be granted or transferred. Because the matters are heavy. If I tell you to say this thing, you will be shocked you can't say anything. You think it's easy to say this? In fact, there are circumstances. There are some matters you might even know it. But you can't say it. Paul was going from city to city. He was saying, pray for me. Why? So that you will be able to communicate mysteries. Do you know what is mysteries? Mysteries are hidden truths. They are truths, but they are hidden from normal eye. So you can read the Bible like this. You won't see it. Meanwhile, the deliverance that you seek is hidden in that world. It's just that it's not unveiled. So somebody comes with the capacity and unveil it. Are with me now? Paul said that there is a grace that God gave me. He said that that grace is the grace that has the capacity to make all men see. What does it mean to see? Remember, a few verses before that, he said that the eyes of your understanding being what? Enlightened. That means he's talking about the sight after the inward man. So there is a way man unveils the things of God. Then the sight, your, your, the sight inside of you will be activated. Then you will be able to, to be brought into the economy of what he's saying. As I said to you, seeing is believing. The question is with what sight? What are you seeing? If you can be brought to a place where the eyes of your understanding is, is enlightened, what will happen is that you will see. And once you now see, then what, what you are seeing, you become it. That is why he's praying every day that God will help your eyes to be open. And he's trusting that the grace that he has will be functional when he's talking to you. What is that grace? The grace that makes all men to see. When you see these things I'm saying, eh, you will become. Now, let me tell you. The reason why we teach and preach is that you will see. Are you with me now? Uh, I don't have time. I would have shown you the connection between saying and seeing. Let me just say one thing. The Bible says that faith cometh how? It's a lie. How does faith come? We did Bible study together. How does faith come? Faith comes by hearing and hearing. Faith doesn't come by hearing. Faith comes by what? Faith doesn't just come by hearing. That means there are two levels of hearing. You hear with your ear and hear with your heart. I don't want to go there because the scripture says who we preach if they have not been sent how we they were doing comparison how can this one happen if this one has not happened how can this one happen if this one they now said that faith cometh by hearing 
So if you have not heard anything, how can faith come? Then when you have heard, there is something that happens to what you have heard that makes it what you see. When you understand what you have heard, your heart sees it. It is understanding that makes you see what is spoken. What does it? It is understanding that makes you see what is spoken. Now, the intent of God in enlightenment and revelation is that all men should what say see. Meanwhile, he's trying to make you see and he's talking. I thought he should just give you vision. With me. He's trying to make you see and he's talking. So the sight is of the heart. When you speak and the person hears and hears by the inward, then what happens is that by that second hearing which brought understanding, you'll be able to see. And it is when you see that you become. The Bible says, as we behold his glory, we become that very thing that we are seeing. What a man sees by understanding is what he becomes of. Are you hearing what I'm saying? As we are going here today, do you know what you have become? What you have become? Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me not say it. Okay, continue. The angels that left their first estate and their dwelling places. Look at their judgment. Somebody find Mike for him so that his generations will hear his voice. Your great grandchildren, they will hear your voice. Give him Mike. Start from the angels. And the angels which kept not their first estate. Say kept. Kept. Oh, we don't have time. One of these days, do you know our job? What we do is to is to bring reality to spiritual dictions. Eh? What does it mean to keep? God gave Adam an instruction. What was that instruction? What does it mean to keep? Eh? You are still speaking English. Because the matter is not English language. What does it mean to keep? Because when God came, he said, Adam, where are you? Adam is still there. He said, Adam, where are you? <laughs> when you understand it, you will now find that your solution is what you have, you have been reading it. It's just that when the Bible said kept, he said he's taking care. Meanwhile, that's not what the Bible is saying. Sometimes, when they say keep, it means that you have to walk. Something will come and contend with it. In fact, when we say that God has kept you, it means that that thing has been preserved from external intrusion. So, when God came, the first thing he noticed is that this garden has suffered an intrusion. There was a burglary. Say burglary. That was the first thing God noticed. That there was burglary. Meanwhile, the instruction that God gave, gave Adam was to make sure that there is no burglary. And one of the ways you do it is to put burglary proof. Eh? Oh, you are not getting my point. The Bible says, keep thy heart for 
out of it is the issues of life. Anything that enters your if you don't put burglary inside your heart, and anything enters it, that thing begins to coordinate your life. So when God came to the Garden of Eden, He knew that there is a burglary. Something has entered, and if it's true that that thing has entered, that thing will be in charge of Eden. And as we found out, Satan is now in charge of Eden. There's no good there. So next time you hear, hear it again. Read and kept not their former estate, but left their own habitation. Left their habitation. There is a place they are supposed to keep, and there is a place that God put them in. Are you with me now? They have an assignment, and they have a jurisdiction, they have a location. Are you with me? For example, do you know that I, I don't want to teach you about some of those deep matters? How many of you have heard of Nimrod? Seminaries and all those stuff. Have you heard of Tammuz? How many of you have heard of Tammuz? Read the book of Ezekiel. He says it's in the Bible. God told Ezekiel, come to the temple. He came and he said, be opening door. They use wall and close some place. But inside the wall, they thought it was wall. Inside the wall of the temple is idol worship going on. And then the priests lifted their voice to the sun god Tammuz. And was crying to him, save us, for we are your children. And he said, come and see the abomination that is happening in my temple. Do you know who is Tammuz? Tammuz is the son of seminaries and Nimrod. That's by the way. My point is that those angels are supposed to be operating in a different realm. But they came and intermingled. Are you with me now? They intermingled with the children of men. That was the beginning of perversion. So, are you with me? You need to know what it means for somebody to be a homosexual. You don't know. You think it's about the act. But we forgive the act. It's not about the act. What it means... <laughs> what it means is that you have left your first estate. And the man that leaves his first estate has a cost. That is why... You see, homosexuality is beyond sinning. It is a curse. You are releasing curses in the spirit. And so is lesbianism. It's beyond... It's beyond now, I know all sins are the same. But my, my brothers, my sisters, there are sins that release demons. And open portals for demons to invade. Now, let me tell you, it was when these demons taught men this act that the world was filled with wickedness. So much so that a time came, God said that He is not happy that He made man because from His youth, His thought is only wicked thoughts. Who taught them to be that wicked? We don't have time. See, my people has already known this teaching. You can find it in some of my messages. Now, even when you are brought into light. You don't know much about light and life, except you are taught. Say after me, you don't know much about light and life, except you are taught. Meanwhile, you are in life, you are in life. Rather, life is in you, and light is in you. But you don't know much. In the same way, even when man fell, eh? man didn't know much about 
his nature, the nature he now received, was the nature of death and self. But even that nature, he doesn't know much about it. Somebody has to educate him in that nature for him to be so wicked that God will say, I will destroy this world. Have you not noticed that two people will be born in a family and one naturally doesn't have the capacity to do something bad? Somebody is small like this and is already using that. Who taught that small child how to use it? A spirit taught that person. That means for men to be educated in the realm and life that they are brought into, a spirit needs to teach it. Who taught men witchcraft? See, my time is over. I think we should stop my time. I have I didn't unveil my what I came with in this prayer and property. You know my you know my job. My job is to solve your problem. As I'm talking, your problem is being solved. They are going away. They are going away. It's not a meant you know. If you even if you don't say amen, it's true. Oh my god. Let's just finish that verse. Let me stop. We'll pray. And the angels which kept not their first estates but left their own habitation, they are reserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day. Now, unto the judgment of the great day. Now, let me. There are many things I will say, but let me leave it so that I will be able to say, to say the last thing in authority. Continue. 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 Verse 7. Uh-huh. Even as Sodom and Gomorrah. Watch and they did this about them in like manner. Yes. Giving themselves over to fornication. Yes. And going after strange flesh. Yes. As set forth for an example. Okay. Suffering the vengeance of eternal life. Continue. Likewise also, these beautiful dreamers okay. defy the flesh. Okay. Despise dominion. Okay. What? Speak evil of dignity. Yes. You are too fast. Start again. Follow us. There are things you will underline if your Bible is your own. If it is not your own, don't touch somebody's Bible. I read it again. Likewise, also, mm-hmm. these dreamers okay. defy the flesh. Okay. Despise dominion. Now, if your Bible is your own, underline despise dominion. The question is what is dominion? Underline despise dominion. Continue. And speak evil of dignity. Now, if your Bible is your own, underline speak evil of dignities. Continue. Verse 9. Yet Michael the archangel. Watch. When watch, watch. Wait. They are not watching. Some people are not watching. I continue. Yet Michael the archangel. Mm-hmm. When contending with the devil. Yes. Is disputed about the body of Moses. Uh-huh. Does not bring against him a railing accusation, but says, The Lord rebuked thee. Do you even understand this? Many of you have been talking about this, you don't understand it. This thing is a matter of authority. Say authority. Now, you don't even know the scope of authority and what authority means. See here. Michael. Okay. Let me not use it. Because I don't I don't like using people since one elderly woman in my church that is a deaconess. I was teaching and I was talking about cancer. I said, let's say cancer is on you. She said 
I say, let's say, I'm not saying it's on you. I've people say, let's say you are poor. The person say, I can't be poor. He say, in, in, an, in, in, for example, he say, even in the example, I can't be Even in the example, I can't be poor. Amen. So let me not use anybody. Now, this is Michael. Eh? And this is Lucifer. Set up. Now, Michael has an assignment. See an assignment. What I'm telling you, I learned. Save your life. Save your life. This is Michael. This is Lucifer. Michael, Lucifer has already rebelled and fought against God. <laughs> and then Michael was sent with an assignment to go and do what? Bind Lucifer. Follow me up. When I finish this thing, you will now know why you are in trouble. Huh? When he now met Lucifer, the Bible says he does, you know, have you seen where somebody is beating you or beating you up? And then your elderly brother came and then kicked the person, he fell to the ground. He said, Yes, he's him doing it. You now you are now beating the person because somebody higher has now come. You see, maybe Michael has been looking for an opportunity to this guy, he don't they show himself. Don't they show himself? Now you don't fall. Haven't you seen it? You don't fall. Let me see what you will do now. And you use that opportunity and kick him, kick him, kick him. No, you don't do that. If you understand authority, that's what I'm saying. Now let me bring it in context. So, even though Michael is not just aware that Satan has left his first estate, he, is also, he was also sent with a mandate. His mandate is to bind that man. And make sure that he's sent down from heaven. Now when he came he is still aware of authority. He is skilled and educated in matters of authority. So he knew that in his first estate, original estate, that Lucifer wields more authority than him. Let me tell you, until you test more authority than somebody, eh? don't raise the reading accusations against that person. Even when you know the person is wrong, let me give you wisdom. If the person is very close to you, one of the things you do is try as much as possible to separate yourself from that person so that you will not have offense in your heart. You will die if you fight authority. You will die. Now, this is a man that even had license. But yet, when he came, he didn't use his license to kill. Say license to kill. He had license to kill, but he didn't use it. So when he came to... Lucifer, he said, the Lord, what? Rebuked him. He removed himself and made sure that the contention is between him and somebody that is obviously higher than him in authority. His creator. He said, the Lord rebuked him. So, there is a way you will come in a warfare or contention where is somebody is seemingly higher in your authority, but he has deviated. You will have to be skilled in wisdom. So that when the person want to, when Satan want to take advantage of that weakness, eh, he will find out that you are too skilled to allow the consequences of railing against authority to come against you. 
Because the way you arranged yourself in that context, eh, they didn't see you. It's only Jesus that they were seeing. I don't have time. I would have shown you how to contend with somebody that Satan has used to stand before you that is obviously higher than you in authority. Or Satan is now using the person. You will come in such a way eh, that it will be obvious that the person is contending against God. Meanwhile, you are the one that they are seeing physically. Satan will try any means to find a, find a way to take advantage of the weakness of high authority and afflict you. It will never touch you. Because you are wise and you are skilled in operating in the courtrooms of authority. Now, these are men that don't understand this. And the Bible said that because they don't understand this authority, their portions can never be explained. So, for example, the disciples went to the field to do ministry. And the Bible says that they brought testimony to Jesus. They said, even devils were subject to us. My God. Have you not casted devils? Hey, the thing is sweet, oh. Especially, let me tell you the type. Before, I used to do casting and biting. Come out, come out. The thing we do. There is one we did deliverance so by four in the night. We have to pause. And then we continue tomorrow. How many of you have been in that sort of deliverance? You do and stop and then continue. My brother, you need help. You need something more to come on your mind. I continue pressing. See, somebody said, if you are given an assignment to cut a tree, use 80% of the time to sharpen your axe. Then use 20% of the time to cut the tree. A man that is unskilled quarrels with his equipment. So a time came when I will come to meetings. I will say, Jesus, in fact, who is from Abakaliki? Who is from Abakaliki? You are from Abakaliki. A man will be. A, okay, I think. Were you in the first revival summit? Yeah. That first revival summit, I came and I told them, Do you know that there are people here that are demonized? They looked at the fine sisters. For example, if I tell you this is that look at her. You can't believe it, my God. How can a fair damsel be demonized? Mm. Let me not tell you a long story. I told them, they looked. I said, Look, do you want me to show you? Do you know what they said? They said I should show them. Actually, my mind is here. There are some people that were around. I said, Holy Ghost, help me. I'm fine. All those people that are oppressed. I said, I see the demon of the... And then, you know now. The one that is well dressed with the best makeup. Satan can hide under makeup you are not going there. But makeup does not dissolve you from satanic oppression. I have seen very, very fine ladies. They will come at the back and tell me, Pastor, let me tell you, I am dying. Those are the ones God will help. I have also come to meetings and I shouted, Jesus! And 
then demons began to cry. Um, that thing you used to hear in the scripture, cry out. I have seen demons cry. So after you have done all this, you must understand authority. Because as these things are happening, the Bible says that the disciples came to Jesus and said, even demons are what? Subject to us in your name. Jesus smiled and said, I see Satan fall like lightning. That means the success that they are having on the field is as a result of the territorial spirit that has been cut down. Now, I want you to know, we won't have time to go into it. One day we will teach spiritual warfare. You will now know that the real warfare is in heavenly places. Very high. That is why only men that have height in the spirit. Jesus. Height is the most important advantage in spiritual warfare. Why do you think we need to be quickened? How many of you have heard? I know that when they prayed this morning, they told you be quickened. Is it not true? Said the truth. They said we need to be quickened. It is called in our meeting. You are powerless if you are not quickened. Your reality is in the high places of Christ. Are you with me now? So anytime you want to function from that seated point with Christ, you need to be quickened to that place. Are you with me? It is from that place that you have advantage. Any functionality that is out of that place, you are disadvantaged. So, but you can come in eternity. And what is, what is plaguing your family where it is sitting? Hey, it is very high. Then after your, you just pray for two hours in the night, and then you are feeling goose pimples. How many of you used to feel it now? You are feeling goose pimples. Don't you feel it, Grace? You'll be feeling it like this. She will come and send message. Papa, if my my fire is burning, or fire is burning. I say. Ah. is good. It's actually good. So when that fire burns, you wake up with that seed. And you now say, I judge all the principalities. I judge all the powers. There is a young man that told me that he organized, God stayed in his heart and he organized a meeting in his campus. And when they were moving, 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 they prayed and then they worshipped. The whole atmosphere charged. And he said, I judge the principality in this territory. I won't tell you the territory, but the principality in that territory, that whole territory is a riverine territory. And you know the spirit of immorality is very strong. The masturbation that left him seven years ago came back two days, two days later. Do you know what happened? He contended. Yes. That place, his authority does not cover it. All you are permitted to do is that if there is any unless God told you if there is anybody possessed with the spirit of immorality you cast the demon out my brother my sister if God didn't tell you don't go and judge anything haven't you checked it was since you judged that your finances began to go down go and check what I'm saying go back and you are not checking your spiritual journey that's why you are not it was since you judged that that your marriage started scattering. Your wife that used to love you a lot started finding fault. It was since you judged that you started struggling with prayer. 
fasting became trouble, you overestimated yourself. Your authority scope is small. Increase our authority, O God. Pray in the next five minutes. Increase my authority. Ah, <laughs> You are not praying. If you will do business, then you will need authority. You will need authority to legislate. You will need authority to rule. You will need authority to conquer. You will need authority to administrate. Somebody pray. Increase our ranks. Increase our stature. Sakadia Arade. Oh my God. Increase our authority, O God. That we might be able to bring your template, your dictate, your mind, your counsel upon the territory. Let our ranks be increased.